This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The nation's meatpacking sector has the attention of the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis. The subcommittee has sent letters to federal regulators as well as three major meatpackers for information on coronavirus outbreaks at packing plants and what was done to prevent further spread. Letters went out today to Smithfield, Tyson, and JBS USA. Subcommittee Chair Jim Clyburn said the packers refused to take basic precautions for worker protection, but the companies defended their actions to address the virus and pointed to investments in facilities as well as new screening and testing infrastructure as examples. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. President Joe Biden will meet with a handful of Senate Republicans at the White House this evening to discuss their counterproposal to his $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief effort. But the dairy industry is looking for action on provisions already on the books. Here's Ben Nully with more. As Congress works to craft a new COVID-19 relief bill, dairy leaders say programs from December's package still need to be implemented. Speaking on a National Milk Producers Federation podcast today, NMPF Senior Vice President of Government Affairs Paul Bleiberg says implementation includes two dairy programs. Senator Stabenow was able to get a billion dollars roughly in in direct support for dairy in the package, and that was really, really helpful, and, and kudos to her for the work doing that. The two pieces there are the dairy donation program that we're working hard to stand up, as well as the supplemental dairy margin coverage payments. And of course, she worked on this with former Chairman Peterson and the other principals at the time. But a lot of that has to be stood up. He says questions remain on a path forward for the next package. How is it going to be structured? Is it going to be done in a bipartisan manner? Or are Democrats going to pass it through budget reconciliation if they're unable to get enough Republicans who want to vote for something on the scale that they want to do? So a lot of those discussions are going on right now. I think they'll certainly certainly be additional nutrition assistance in that package on SNAP and WIC. You might see some discussions on supply chain issues come up, and you might see efforts to fix problems that have arisen in some of the past bills. Leiberg says issues such as USDA payment limitations are also likely to come up. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, some upcoming confirmation hearings this week will offer key details for the ag and biofuels industries. Tom Vilsack has his hearing Tuesday for another turn as the nation's agriculture secretary. Michael Regan has his day before the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee the next day. Those two officials will be in the driver's seat on biofuels policy for the near future, with Regan having particular influence due to EPA's oversight of the renewable fuel standard. Emily Score is the CEO of Growth Energy. She says the industry wants to remind the new government officials of how supportive Biden was of biofuels on the campaign trail. Very important that they understand the strong statements of support their boss, the president, had on the campaign trail. Fortunately for our industry, uh, Biden came out with some strong statements of support, not only on the value of ethanol as as the engine of the rural economy, also as a vital tool in, in addressing climate change. He had strong statements of support for the renewable fuel standard, strong admonishment, of the Trump EPA's handling of small refinery exemptions. She says even for those familiar with the industry, there's reason to provide a refresher course. Make sure that we introduce them to the modern American ethanol industry and bring forward the most recent um, fantastic data validating not only our value to the rural economy, but our ability to play a, a, a very strong role in climate change. And I'll tell you just this week, Harvard researchers came out with uh, the latest analysis 
Ethanol, 46% greenhouse gas reduction relative to gasoline. Score says she'll be watching how the Biden administration handles the upcoming renewable volume obligations under the RFS as a clue to the future of biofuels policy. Our hope and our expectation is that the RFS of tomorrow delivers more than the RFS of yesterday. And this administration and Mr. Regan, when he's confirmed, will have an immediate opportunity to do that. There's more of her interview on this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. In 2020, the Farm Bureau family gave $5.4 million and 1.4 million pounds of food to food banks, food pantries, and pandemic relief programs while growing food that feeds America. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.